When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour 2 of Almost Famous begins now. Welcome to the tiny stage portion of Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from here on the South Shore, into Boston and across New England. We do it every Tuesday. It's brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. And this evening, we are live on the tiny stage with Plastic Angels. How are you guys doing there tonight? Good. How are you? Thanks for having us. Doing awesome. Thank you for coming down to Marshfield. For those who might not be familiar with you, I know you've been together for a couple of years now, but tell us, who is Plastic Angels? Um, I'm Bethany Lawson. I am Jeff Lawson. And uh, we write music together, and we've been doing that for probably five years now. So Fantastic. How did you guys come together? Um, <laughs> we actually started dating first. We each had our own music projects going, and started dating and then I'm pretty sure it was during a snowstorm that we wrote our first song together and it just kind of morphed from there. Fantastic. So t- t- let's talk a-, a little bit about the earlier projects. So what-, what projects were you in before Plastic Angels became a band? Um, just really just cover bands and things like that and I wrote music on my own, um, mostly acoustic sort of folkish kind of stuff and um, Jeff's played in everything from metal bands to uh, blues bands and so we've kind of done it all but when we got together it kind of came a focus that we wanted to write together and kind of come up with this weird alt rock sort of sound that we have going on and our first band name was Angry Ginger and just morphed into Plastic Angels what we are now. Now that's when I first met you guys when you guys were Angry Ginger I think yep. you played a couple of your, your early tracks um, where is home base for you guys? Onset. Onset okay very cool yep. Excellent, right on the water. That's yep. beautiful. Um, so there's, there's a couple of um, a couple of releases so far. Talk about what's what's currently available, and then I know later on this month, you've got a new project dropping as well. Yep, uh, we uh, we have one album out now um, that we um, recorded in New York, and uh, that's currently available everywhere uh, under the Plastic Angels name. And we have a new EP coming out uh, in uh, the end of a month and uh, we worked with a, a, a guy named John Evans um, who is uh, we found a studio down in uh, Orleans and it happened to be in his house and uh, we worked with him and it was an amazing time so we came out with uh, five great songs one of which uh, we created a music video for um, right now that you can see on on YouTube and on our Facebook page I want to talk about that, too, because the, the way that, that video happened is, is kind of unique as well. Uh, yeah, we've, we filmed everything ourselves, so <laughs> it was kind of an experiment, and we really had a message that we wanted to put out there, and um, the song is called Refuse to Cry, originally titled Bloody Sheets, and it's a song about overcoming domestic violence, and we just really wanted to put a positive message out into the world about um, overcoming and surviving and and just overcoming pretty much anything, any kind of trauma. And, you know, I think when you really sit down and talk to people, we all have had our struggles. We all have dark times. We all have things that we've been through. And the one thing that we all have in common is that thing inside of us that helps us move on and grow and 
that we eventually have to tap into if we want to move on. And so, yeah, it's just a, a song with, I think, a hopefully positive message. And, and an important message at that, too. Yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, let's start off with some music. What are we listening to first tonight? Uh, the song's called Suburban Dolls. Okay. We have Plastic Angels. They're live on the tiny stage tonight. 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
We have Plastic Angels on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD. That was incredible. Very nice job. Thank you. Tell us how that song happened. How did you write um, that one? <laughs> it's actually a funny story. I was, you know, being a working musician, you, you, you know, play music to make a living and you work other jobs to make a living and... I was walking around in the grocery store one day and I was, you know, working for a bank and dressed up in my bank clothes and there was a woman in the carriage and a little girl and the little girl was looking at me and I'm waving and just kind of walking around shopping and the mom said to her, isn't that lady pretty? Yeah, mommy used to dress like that before she had you. And it was like a, whoa, <laughs> it was kind of like a, oh, that you sound kind of unhappy and um, yeah it just i was driving home and i kept thinking about what this lady had said to her child who you know was three or four or five you know totally not old enough to understand the implications of what she said and it made me think about women and how we have these expectations put on us of you know get married have children and i think in our modern world the expectation now is get married, have children, and also be a career woman. It's kind of like we have to do it all. And um, so I, I just wrote this song, and it was kind of a reflection of how I think people do what society expects of them, and then they look back at their lives and they, you know, have regrets or they just feel like I did what I was supposed to do and now I'm not happy. Why? <laughs> So, yeah, it's a inspiration strikes at any time, I guess. I bet. So when, you, when you're putting the pen to the paper, when, when the creativity strikes, how do you write? Do you write uh, music first? Do you write lyrics? Are you, are you, did, you ever, did you write poetry before you wrote music? How does, how does your mind work when it comes to writing music? Um, I've always been a fan of poetry, and um, I'm definitely the lyrics person. Jeff will tell you. He... He is more the mastermind when it comes to the music, and he's the kind of person, he gets all these ideas that just kind of flood into his brain, and I hear something, and it will trigger an idea or a story in my mind. I love stories. I love poetry, so sometimes music triggers that, and I hear a certain riff or something that he's playing, and I capture it and record it with my phone or whatever I have handy and just kind of go from there. Fantastic. Now, is that is that um, the musical um, creativity relationship? Is that something that's kind of evolved since you two, you two first met? Yeah, definitely. As we've gotten to know each other more and, and experience life together, of course, that reflects in our music and our, our sound. And it, I think it, it's an evolving, it's an ever-evolving thing. Yeah, I think a lot, of, a lot of people think that we got together because of music romantically but it was the other way around we just we met and we were both musicians so we had schedules in common and things in common but um we didn't start writing until after we were dating and and for us our relationship romantically is it is definitely separate and but um I think it maybe our friendship in that maybe opened the door for it to be easier for us to be honest and you know when you're writing music it's very vulnerable absolutely and um 
just trusting each other was it's just I think that came out of already dating and and we all we always say even if we don't do music together we'll still always be together so fantastic yeah. plastic angels there in studio tonight here on WATD we have Bethany and Jeff Lawson and uh, let's let's uh, keep going with the music what are we, what are we uh, listening to next uh, this next one's called Siren all right 95.9 WATD it's all yours
Very nice. Plastic Angels in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Bethany, tell us about that song, please. Um, <laughs> I guess it's just kind of a fun song when you, um, when you are a strong personality for a girl, <laughs> for a woman, and um, you're in music. Sometimes you feel like a siren. Um, siren, those mythological creatures that sing and lure men to their deaths. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was just kind of a fun song that we wrote together with a kind of a neat little rock riff and um, just really just putting out there what it feels like sometimes when you're a woman and you're in the position of having to be the boss or um, being outspoken. Excellent. Doesn't always go over well. I can only imagine. (laughs) So when you're writing songs, Bethany, how long does it typically take you to complete a composition? Oh, I don't know. It's always different. Um, The way that we work together is just kind of song by song. Sometimes... You know, he'll play something and an idea will come to mind and I'll just write out lyrics will just come in five minutes. Other times I'll write part of a song and then we'll come back to it. It really, you just never know. Excellent. So uh, we are we are nearing our first break of the night, but um, I think we have time for, uh, for uh, just a quick plug for your website before we do that. Uh, where can people track you down online? Uh, you can find us at plasticangels.net. And also you can find us on all the social media uh, sites. Um, you can also uh, Google hashtag Plastic Angels, and uh, all of our stuff will come up as well. Excellent. Let's uh, take our first time out. We have more live music with Plastic Angels live on the tiny stage here on 95.9 WATD. Speaking of online, follow us online tonight, facebook.com slash almostfamousradio, and follow us on Instagram as well at almostfamousradio. We are brought to you each Tuesday by Tiny and Sons Glass. We'll be right back on 95.9 WATD after this. This is Annie Brobst, and you're listening to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from here on the South Shore into Boston and across New England. We do it every Tuesday night. It's brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Follow us online tonight, facebook.com slash almostfamousradio, Instagram at almostfamousradio, and if you want to call us, 781-837-4900 if you're a musician and you've got some music you want to get into our hands, that's the place to go, or just contact us through the Facebook page. Again, my name is John Shea, and we are live on the tiny stage this evening with Plastic Angels. How's everything in your room tonight? It's awesome. Sounds great in here. This is a great room. You guys sound fantastic. Thank you. So uh, let's do another round of introductions. Who is Plastic Angels? I'm Jeff Lawson. And I'm Bethany Lawson. And where are you guys from? We're from Onset Mass. Awesome. So uh, you've got a couple, you've got one, uh, is it an EP or a full length that's out right now? Uh, We have an EP that's out right now and um, a new one is coming out. Awesome. Yeah, later on this month. That's fantastic. Any uh, any plans for uh, promotion for that? Um, we did just release our first music video, and it's for a track called Refuse to Cry, and we'll actually play that tonight. So Awesome. 
Very cool. Uh, how about social media, website, anything like that? Where can people track you guys down? Um, we're on plasticangels.net. We're on Facebook. Um, you can Instagram us, Plastic Angels. Um, Google's ha- Google search hashtag Plastic Angels, and um, you'll find us on YouTube as well. So Excellent. Let's do another song. What's next on your set list tonight? Uh, this one's called Refuse to Cry. Okay. Plastic Angels, 95.9 WATD.
That is Plastic Angels. They're live on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD. Now, I've known you guys for a little while now, and I've heard that song played um, at multiple shows and kind of evolve along the way, and I know it has a an important meaning to you. Tell us what that song is all about, if you would. Um, it is... It's a song that we, we did write a few years ago, and it's taken a couple of years to finally decide to record it. And um, it's it's just a very personal song about um, domestic violence and sexual assault. And I wrote it at a time when I was dealing with PTSD and um, just trying to recover from from some really traumatic things. and. It just kind of came out one day, and I was home alone and wrote it on guitar, and I'm, I'm a pretty terrible guitar player, so I showed it to Jeff, and he you know, graciously just totally encouraged me to, to sing it and said, you know, I'll, I'd love to play guitar on it, and, and let's do it. So we played it out a, quite a bit, and some of our close friends have heard it, and um, we did play it for a domestic violence vigil for the South Shore Resource Advo- and Advocacy Center. and um, But at the same time, it, it's taken a little while to finally record it and really, really put it out to the world publicly. So it does. It holds a special place for us. And we just really hope that it encourages people. And I know this is not an easy question to answer in just a, a quick you know, a few sentences, but you know, if somebody is is listening, if they if they hear that song, if they hear the show tonight, and they may be you know going through something similar, what what advice would you give them? Um, for me, the one of the most helpful things that um, a friend of mine, her name is Sandra, and she works with victims of assault and domestic violence. But one of the biggest things that she told me was that you have a choice. And I think when you're in, you know, a, a, a bad relationship or you have something that happens to you, it can be totally crippling and really take over your identity and your sense of, you know, just agency as a human being. And, and her telling me, you know, you have a choice every day when you wake up, every little thing that you do, whether you realize it or not, is a choice. And you do have power, even if you don't feel like you do. And that was really helpful to me. And um, that idea that even when you feel helpless, you really, really are not. Just And just making little choices for yourself. It could be something simple as, you know, cooking yourself a meal or treating yourself to your favorite movie or just little things um, that you can do to help yourself and and choose to add some positivity to your life can be super life-changing and um, I think we all have something inside of us that no matter what people do to us or say about us or no matter what we experience there really is something in us that nobody can touch that is is who we are and it's to me, that's a huge thing as well, is just knowing that no matter what happens to you, there's something inside you that no bad person or bad experience can touch. Um, that's just yours. And and um, I don't know, I think that's really empowering 
And I think that's what's necessary in order to overcome anything traumatic, whether it's an assault or violence or even just something really, really sad that's happened to you is is to feel empowered. So I, I just hope that people feel that through this song. Very true. And, and I know it's, it's very cliched, but, you know, when they say, you know, take baby steps, it really can work. Absolutely. It's it's um, it sounds so silly because it sounds so simple, but I think when you are in the midst of something, a dark time in your life, we tend to forget that we do have power. We don't feel it, but it's there, and we have the power of, of choices, little things, and and um, sometimes making little choices for yourself can lead to helping you make bigger choices and can help you get away from bad people or bad situations, and so... It's just that that sense of choice and empowerment, I think, is super important. And I'm, and I'm guessing that you, you must have used music to get you through a lot of those those moments. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, music is always therapy. And um, also the people that were in my life are really great. And I was very lucky when Jeff and I met that um, he was a very caring person and very understanding of everything that I had been through. And... Um, now I look back and it's it's such a huge difference to be in a relationship with somebody who is encouraging of you and wants to see you be more of yourself rather than um, be someone else or or be what they want you to be and um, that's what we all need and I, I kind of hope that people realize that the person whoever you surround yourself in your life should be somebody who wants to see you shine and wants to see you be happy and be more of yourself and just add to that not not take it away or change it I've got a friend um, who's also a musician um, in the Boston area and she started a movement that she calls let the music set you free where she she kind of helps people realize that you know music can help them break free from things that hold them back in life do you have any comment on that? Do you find that to be the case, to be true? Oh yeah, I mean, music is—it's um, a way to to relieve pain. It's, you listen to music, and it's a way to relate to other people who might feel pain and kind of feel like you're not alone. And I think that's important. It's a way to express pain in a healthy way. And um, you know, if you go through hard things, there are healthy and unhealthy ways to express negative emotions and if you can write a song instead of you know hurting yourself or you can write a song instead of you know doing drugs or drinking or you know your music can really help other people and you're, you're doing something positive with your pain and I think that's just so important let's hear some more music what are we listening to next um, this next song is called Culprit Stones. All right. Plastic Angels, 95.9 WATD. The room is yours. Children, they scatter to the 
Plastic Angels on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Bethany, a lot of the songs that you write seem to be character-based. Is that something intentional? Um, I guess, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess uh, sometimes when I 
think about certain inspiration or whatever I, I, do, I do kind of think of it in a story context and um, some things are inspired by true life and other things are completely fake in stories but uh, yeah I don't know sometimes I just like to write stories I guess through That's music awesome. <laughs> I want to talk about influences for a few moments here uh, Jeff I'll start with you tell us who you grew up listening to and uh, maybe somebody like, who you're listening to present day Sure. Um, I grew up listening to uh, like punk rock music, like the Dead Kennedys and the Sex Pistols. And uh, I liked the music mainly because when I was starting out playing guitar, I could play power chords really well, and I really adapted to that music really well. And that evolved uh, into listen, you know listening to more classic guys like Clapton and stuff like that. As I got better on guitar and got you know braver at playing some of the stuff, and then. Um, and then I, I started listening to like Guns N' Roses in the, in the 80s. And it was a huge influence seeing Slash, you know, play Sweet Child of Mine. That was a big influence. And then, um, and then more so recently, I've been doing like uh, listening to Ryan Adams a lot. I love his songwriting. That's style. awesome. So I'm, I'm all over the place. Um, Sweet but, Child of Mine by by girls uh, by um by uh, Guns N' Roses is still probably the best sounding electric guitar ever recorded on tape. It's it's just a legendary riff, legendary guitar parts. I mean, everything to that song is kind of it stood the test of time. Absolutely. And, uh, so yeah, so I'm all, I'm kind of all over the place. I and then I I grew up listening to old country because my parents are from the deep south, so um, that comes out in my playing too. You know, just because that's what I grew up with, and it's uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting journey. How about on the uh, on the local level? Who are you listening to in the uh, the Massachusetts region? Uh, well, we went out and seen. Uh, recently, we went to Chan's in uh, Rhode Island, which we love that venue, and we saw Monster Mike Welch play um, with his band. Um, yeah, he's from. He's an awesome blues guitarist uh, from Boston. Yeah, and, and it was just, it was awesome to see that. It was great. Um, as far as like uh, local acts, you know, the unfortunate thing about being a musician is we work so much that we never get the chance to barely. Sometimes we do, but it's few and far between the, to go out and actually see what is around here locally because we do a lot of traveling. We play in New York, play in Los Angeles, we play all over the place, and um, so. But you know, when we do get um, the chance to to go out, we like a few uh, venues that. Um, yeah, we we were a lot um, when we had the free time. We we were checking out the Harvest Gallery Wine Bar, which is way down Cape, and um, it's totally, you know, it's quite a drive for us. But it's just kind of a new place that we discovered, and they have a lot of singer songwriters and um, Monica Rizzio and uh, John Evans, who produced this EP. We got to see him play with his group, the Stellwagen Symphonette, and so. We tend to lean more, when we do have the time to go out to see people, we tend to lean more to uh, people that write their own music. We want to see what are, is coming out of people. Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. In, in, a, in, a, in a, you know, a touristy area that we live in, and it's a vast majority of cover bands, it's hard sometimes to find a, a local venue that, that caters to, to original music, but we seek them out, and that's where we tend to, to gravitate towards. Excellent. Bethany, how about some of your influences growing up in that present day? Um, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> my my dad's a minister, so I grew up with a lot of Christian and gospel music. And then my you know my brother is a guitar player, and 
everything from grunge in the early 90s, like Nirvana, to Jimi Hendrix, because my brother was a guitar player, and um, who I really gravitated toward myself when I was a teenager was Garbage and Shirley Manson, and I think a lot of that was because she was a woman, and she's a redhead, and... Um, and she's a badass. She's a badass, and, and it, as a kid, I was... I hated having red hair, and I felt like a freak, so... Having somebody who is like a strong, cool, badass woman on stage singing, it was like, oh, well, she does, she looks like me. Like I could do that, you know. And um, there's a and then like uh, Tori Amos too. Oh yeah, she well she was another one, and I I we were you know working with John who played bass for Tori for years. It was really weird, and it was like my life come full circle because I remember sneaking to watch. Um, Tori Amos on MTV because um, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV when I was a kid, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, her!" You know, her lyrics are very, um, I guess, controversial, especially when you grow up in a pretty strict Christian household. And um, so, it was, yeah, it was really cool. And then we end up working with John, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" It, I used to sit on the, on my couch and. I'd have the remote control and I'd have it programmed to switch back to Nickelodeon if my parents walked in the room. So and I want to say that uh, that uh, Tori Amos's father was a minister too. Yeah, he I think a Presbyterian. Yes, I, I want to say so. Yeah, so which I didn't you know I didn't know at the time as a kid it was just like who's this lady and she plays piano and she's again just super strong and cool and um, it's just amazing to, to like she said come full circle and be playing with uh, John who's best friends with Tori and played with her for decades and it was you know seeing the going into the studio and seeing the gold and platinum albums on the walls and stuff from him performing with Tori it was like it was pretty amazing that's like, unreal yeah let's let's do some more music what are we going to listen to next um, this next song is called Wake alright Plastic Angels 95.9 W.A.T.D. Baby. 
Plastic Angels 95.9 WATD. Wow, do you have a powerful voice. Thank you. Fantastic. We have to take our final timeout of the night, but I think we have time for one more song. Does that work for you guys? Sure. All right, we'll do that right after this on 95.9 WATD. Hey, this is Grace Potter from Grace Potter and the Nocturnals, and you're learning about New England's best local music on Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from all across New England, here on the South Shore and into Boston. We do it every Tuesday night, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John, and we are getting ready to pass the microphone over to Mike Joshua with Americana Rama, taking you through those early morning hours, including the Midnight Mong at 12 midnight tonight. But we have time for a few more moments with Plastic Angels. I think we have time for one more song as well. And um, thank you again for coming down to the South Shore tonight. You sound incredible. Thank you so much for having us. Of course. Uh, so uh, give us the online information again. Where can people track you guys down online? You can find us at PlasticAngels.net. Um, also at Bandcamp slash Plastic Angels. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram. If you Google hashtag Plastic Angels, you'll find us. And we also have a music video that's out on YouTube. So Awesome. And uh, a new EP that's dropping at the end of the month. So let, let's let's talk about that um, very quickly here. But um, So the, there's five songs on the record. How would you compare this record? Uh, how, would you, how would you say that this record has um, evolved from your previous record? Um... This this EP is, I guess, a little bit darker in in a way. Um, a lot of serious music about, you know, relationships and um, just kind of how I think inner pain as human beings. Sometimes we transfer our pain to other people, whether we mean it or not, you know. And um, so this album's a little bit darker, but at the same time, they're is a message of hope in it. So I really hope that it kind of takes people on a journey from seeing how, um, you know, pain can, sometimes we have our own pain and issues and and that can spread to other people and affect other people in our lives. But eventually, you know, we can rise above it. And and so I hope it's a, it's a journey for people to listen to and then end with a positive message of hope. Excellent. I can't wait to hear it. Plastic Angels in studio tonight. Thank you again. And uh, what's our final song going to be? We're actually going to do a love song that we wrote a little bit different. Um, It's called Fallen Angels. Okay. 
Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Best of luck with the video, best of luck with the EP, and now we'll, we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Just to 